This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris all the way back in 1947, after World War II, all the atrocities that had happened, people got together. They said, you know, let's make sure that this doesn't happen again, at least not like this. And one of the things that came out of it was something called the Nuremberg Code, written in response to the unethical and inhumane medical experiments conducted on prisoners during the Holocaust and World War II. It was created during the Nuremberg trials as a set of guidelines for conducting medical experiments on human subjects with a strong emphasis on informed consent and the protection of the rights and welfare of the participant, meaning the person receiving the needle or the experiment. Some of the things that they did back then were just completely horrific. It was like a, just a testing spree. Injecting gasoline in people, cold weather experiments, bringing people to the brink of death and back. Crazy, crazy stuff when you think about it. Inhumane to say the least. And I'll hear people talk about this. Well, it's important and it's necessary. Well, we'll see about that. We're going to get into it a little bit more here. This is going to be exciting. I promise you that. And I'm sure you can already tell the the, uh, tie-in with it. We're going to talk about how this all ties in with the little COVID scheme going on. But there are a couple other things to talk about. Special counsel Robert He, the Chinese special I think he's Chinese. He could be, I guess he could be any Asian. I wouldn't know. But uh, I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's Chinese. Isn't that funny? The Chinese special prosecutor investigating the president of the United States for uh, uh, getting money from China. Yeah. Surprise, they didn't find anything. Oh, except they found out that he was old. There's a little more to that story. While we're talking about the Nuremberg trials, France is going the other way. If you speak out about, the criticize the vaccine in France, oh, you're going to get in big trouble. I'll tell you about that. Republicans looking for the medical examiner of five late-term appointed, aborted, aborted babies that were found in a dumpster. Is this inhumane? I mean, people call it abortion, and it's a medical procedure. It's funny how they define things. Homeland uh, Security admitted in emails that it fails to track illegal immigrants released in the United States. H- how is this news or surprising to anybody? W- didn't, wasn't there an illegal immigrant just killed a, a young woman in California or New York? Maybe both. I don't know. It's probably happening all over now. They had the guy. He came in illegally. And uh, he got arrested for something and released and then went and killed a woman. I mean, we're letting it happen at this point. Problems galore. The city of Philadelphia received a record high number of abandoned vehicles in 2023. 40,000 cars abandoned on city streets. Listen, you know, how much does that cost to pick each one up to go out there with a truck and deal with that? Let alone the fact that there's a whole legal process. You got to market for 30 days or whatever. And, you know, they put a sticker on it, abandoned, and they got to come get it and you know deal with that whole thing. Crazy. More climate con- uh, change 
propaganda. Will America ever stop building more highways? Why don't we just stop pumping gas, pumping water, all of it? (laughs) And then there won't be any climate change at all because there won't be any people left. Human beings are really fascinating. It's really true, you know, and our ability to destroy the lives of other human beings for what purpose we may never know. Anyway, I thought this uh, this story about this special counsel testifying about the Biden document, whatever happened, it's not even news anymore. I don't know. It's not a story. I mentioned the other day about uh, uh, Baba Lewinsky or Babalewski. How do you say his name? He came out uh, live. One of our listeners sent me the link. He was on Bongino. Bongino exposed the whole thing. I knew he was out there in public. I'm like, nothing got done. They said, no, there's no evidence. Oh, I have documents, and I'm a witness to prove that he's taking money. Mm, we're not seeing any evidence in that. Anything else? What do you do with that? Hey, I'd like to report a crime. Okay, sure. What's the crime? Uh, the President of the United States is stealing money from the Chinese. Okay, thank you very much. What do you mean, thank you very much? Aren't you going to do anything about it? Uh, well, we've been unable to locate any evidence on that. I just gave you evidence. I'm telling you. I saw it with my own eyes. I'm a witness to it. Yeah, like I said, there's really no evidence to support your claim. No, I'm the evidence. I saw it happen. I'm a witness. Yeah, sorry, we, we can't find any other evidence. You're out. You just ignore it. I'll tell you, um, listen, <laughs> this kind of ties in with what they've done to Trump, and it's going to tie in with this Nuremberg Code a second. You know, you, you look at what's going on to Trump, you say, well, it's Trump, and they wouldn't do that to me, and it's happening all over. It's happening all over. They've created this culture, this cutthroat culture. Things are a mess. Things are a mess all over them. People not playing by any kind of uh, rules. With that, I guess, let me mention this Nuremberg Code. If you never read the Nuremberg Code, it's interesting to go through this a second. And what it says to the experiment that was forced upon our citizens. It says here that the uh, voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. The voluntary consent. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion. My friends, the, the, the people on the boards of these drug companies need to be brought in for human rights violations. Do you realize that? As well as the people in our own government that participated in it. I don't know how much clearer proof that you need that our own government, the United States of America, has now fallen under the violation of the same code of conduct that the Nazis did. The liberal government of the United States with their mass killing of babies. You realize there's been mass, many more babies murdered here in the United States than there were ever killed during the Holocaust. Many, like 10 times more. Where was their right to consent? Maybe somebody can answer that. That they want to operate under a different set of rules. And I keep saying this to you. The different set of rules, the rules that we were under the United States that made us such a shining beacon, they were not Judeo-Christian values. They were not. They were Christian Protestant values that valued life and the inalienable right to free choice. And that no other person has the right to take it away. Now we want to move into something else. Maybe we are going from the Protestant Reformation values to the Judeo-Christian values. Maybe I'm wrong about that. 
This is what you're getting as a result. Mass murder of unborn babies, forced vaccinations on the population, clearly causing damage at this point, ignoring long-held rules and norms that, that have been in place for hundreds of years now, keeping the world safe and free. Maybe we shouldn't have messed with some of that basic foundation. And if you want to look closely at who began the tinkering with that, Obama had his hands on a lot of it. That's not who we are. We need to do things differently. Yeah, we sure are. We've got a whole different experiment going on. Let me share some of this Nuremberg code here. The experiment should, should be such as to yield fruitful results for the good of society. By unprocurable by other means of study and not random and unnecessary in nature. Tell me how this COVID thing yielded any fruitful results. The experiment should be designed and based on the results of animal experimentation and a knowledge of natural history of the disease or other problem. They were ignoring the the uh, uh, high, you know the drugs that were working. I don't remember the names of the you know they, and they made fun of them. The experiment should be conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. That didn't happen. Just the other way. They made sure that everyone suffered. Our children, our elderly. How do you not view this as a massive failure of the Democrat liberal machine in this country? Some of them even call themselves Republicans. No experiment should be conducted where there is a reason to believe that death or disabling injury will occur. They continue to push these vaccines out full well knowing the harm that it's done. The degree of risk should be taken never exceed that determined by the humanitarian importance. It was the flu. They weaponized the flu. Who did it? The Chinese with American uh, help or vice versa? Proper preparations should be made and adequate facilities provided to protect the experimental subject against remote possibilities of disease, injury, disability, or death. They're not even tracking this stuff. The experiment should be conducted only by scientifically qualified persons. You had everybody and their brother out there talking about this stuff. During the course of the experiment, the human subject should be at liberty to bring the experiment to an end. During the course of the experiment, the scientists in charge must be prepared to terminate the experiment at any stage. None of these things happen with this COVID experiment. It's sickening to me what we watched go on. I studied heavily at the uh, encouragement of my mother, the, um, the, uh, the, the Holocaust, and what the Germans did to Jewish people. And now you see, as we become enlightened more on the nature of politics, there's clearly a little bit more going on to the story than everyone was aware of. Political difference between Israel and Germany. And while I can understand that, at least to some degree, I don't trust Hitler and the Nazis at all. At all. That was the, that was the liberal democratic government in charge at the time. And look what they did. Look, either way, I don't even need to pull points. Who's pulling the strings on, on this COVID disaster? And yet so many people know, what are you talking about? <laughs> Unreal. The mental illness that was created out of it. Forget about all that. Go back and tell me, how does it comply, comply with the Nuremberg Code? And why is nobody doing anything about it? 
Why didn't our military step up, step in, and say, stop? No, they joined in the politics. They played along with it, forcing the soldiers, our airmen, our sailors, our Marines to get vaccinated. Some of them had their careers ruined. Ridiculous what went on. A mass state of failure COVID was. Now, France comes along. Any criticism of the mRNA platform is punishable by up to three years imprisonment and 45,000 euros. Article 4 is central to the new law, which was first deleted but then reinstated. This creates a new criminal offense and criminalizes the request to stop or refrain from therapeutic or prophylactic medical treatment, as well as the request to use practices that are presented as therapeutic or prophylactic. This means that any resistance to mRNA treatment and other corporate medical methods can be criminalized in the future. What is going on? How did we go from free speech, freedom of choice to that? You going to blame Republicans for that? Republicans seek medical examiner for five late-term abilities. They found these um, babies' bodies back in a dumpster somewhere, and now the Republicans are looking for them. The Democrats won't look for them. Isn't it amazing? Let's just tell you the difference right here, what's going on. Maybe we'll watch this pendulum swing back the other way. I don't know. But how is it the Democrats can say, there was five babies' bodies. They're going to say late-term aborted babies. How, how late are we talking here? Because a week before birth, it's a baby. There ain't no embryo anymore. It's baby. And was the law broken? Why wouldn't Democrats want to look into that? You're going to tell me that a, a Democrat mother is so mindfully committed to the party that the news of five dead babies in a dumpster, she says, nah, just the way it is. Is this really who we've become? We have become the party of, of hate or the, uh, the country of, of, of hate and death. It's pretty sad when you step back and you look at it. How can this story, how can it even have a political ring to it? How does that, why has everything gotten political? Some things weren't supposed to be political. Like what? Like conducting science experiments on unknowing people and children. It was supposed to be not political. How did it become political? Who made it political? I don't know. You can blame the Democrats and the Republicans, but at the end of the day, you can blame ourselves. We should be telling governments, stay the hell out of our medical business. You think things are bad with your doctor now. You get old Uncle Sam involved, you're going to find out it's not going to cost you three, four times more, and it's going to be a lot, lot worse. You'd be lucky. I don't know. Unbelievable to me that a story of the death of five babies, and it becomes politicized and buried. And buried. You got you got uh, major uh, um, corruption at the, in the president's office. Cocaine, sex in the chambers, money flowing allegations. Like, nah, this is you watch. They're going to run him as a scandal-free president. And this president's never had any scandals. Oh, is that right? 
drugs in the White House. Imagine if this were the uh, boardroom of, of any major company, university, and these things were going on. What would they be doing? They'd be firing people. People would be complaining. It does happen, by the way, a lot. So many times anymore, I see. I just saw a, a commanding Army general get removed for uh, having relations with a junior uh, service woman. And he's going uh, he's being charged criminally for that. And they're saying, hey, look, uh, because you're in such a serious, uh, senior position, she really didn't have the ability to say no. And... Um, <laughs> This is the way it goes, man. I, guys, I don't know when guys are going to wake up. You see, I, I know how this goes, right? The guy gets into his new job, and he maybe he's had positions of power before. Maybe he hasn't. But he gets in there. He starts feeling comfy. He starts feeling a little full of himself. Maybe he's not getting enough attention at home. Maybe whatever. Maybe he doesn't have a home life either way. Next thing you know, the young female he's working with, Maybe she does like him a little bit. Maybe she sends him a sign that he thinks is, you know, flirtatious or what have you. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Next thing you know, they're doing whatever they're doing. And maybe she does want to say no. Maybe she feels that she can't at that point. You're putting her in a really, really bad situation. And you're putting yourself on a path to suicide, my friends. You know, if you're such a stud that you're so such a catch, then you should have no trouble being able to go outside of those circles, find what you want to look for, right? I don't know. Sex, money, drugs, usually what gets people in trouble. Where are we at here? Dead babies. Homeland admitted in emails it fails to track illegal immigrants in the United States. The stories are far and wide at this point. There's daily headlines, and this is only what you're seeing. Imagine what you're not seeing, how much damage is going on behind the scenes. Our cities and infrastructure are falling apart. Our country's in big trouble, and we've left the border open, wide open. It's almost like in this country, it's like we've got to create a crisis to, so that we can go solve it or something like that. You know, imagine the amount of work and turmoil it's going to take to get all these illegal, illegal immigrants out when the time comes. Somebody's going to come to a head. Something will. Time will tell. We'll find out. Changing demographic, changing rules. They're not going to attract these illegal immigrants. What do you do? An illegal immigrant comes in and and wait till the crime. Listen, if this continues, the crimes are only going to get more and more heinous. When will people wake up? What are you going to do when, when a migrant gang, what does that mean? Five or six young men? Let's go eight. Let's go eight young men. And they start, they're already doing it. They're already hitting the, the very high-end homes. It's only a matter of time before the, the, the pickings become a little slim. And they're going to come through neighborhoods like mine. There's not quite as much wealth, but there's enough for the take, and that's for sure. And some of my neighbors aren't too smart about their security, if you know what I'm saying. What are you going to do? Six, eight burglars break into your house, kill your daughter, kill your dog, and run off. What are you going to do? you going to complain to Uncle Joe? They'll call you a white racist just for suggesting the whole thing. Hey, what happened to the stories, by the way, we're talking about people taking immigrants in and, and having them live with them? <laughs> I literally, I mean, it's on the news. You think the whole thing's got to be staged. I can't imagine anybody really doing that. Uh, yes, hello, Department of Homeland Security. Uh, yes, I'd like to sponsor our family. Hold on. <laughs> yes, we have your family. 
meet the amigos. <laughs> ah, well, come on in, guys. Uh, you don't speak a lick of English? Uh, great. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do from here, but then I guess they were in the story. They were talking about how, how great the, the wife was cooking for them, like a little, little indentured servant, like a little slave. <laughs> what could go wrong? I'll tell you a little story I was telling my wife. I've known people that have on occasion gone out of their way to help people in need, right? And they'll take somebody in. Somebody's in trouble, and they'll take them in, bring them into their house, you know, help them out. Somebody's down on their luck. Very, very nice when you think about it. Every single story I know, and I don't know a ton of them, but I know four or five And in every single case, every single one of those cases, the people ended up getting robbed, ripped off, and and the the people staying there just vanished because they don't have anything to tie them there. And I'll tell you this as as a landlord. When you get into the business of landlording, you learn some lessons. Let's just use a simple example of an apartment. You get a young couple. They come in. They're going to rent an apartment. It's what's today's rents? $1,500 a month for a two-bedroom. The rent is due on the 1st. It's late on the 5th. On the 6th, you're going to get an eviction notice. That's what you tell the new tenant. Yeah, they come in, they pay. And then one month they say, ah, oh, man, uh, car broke down. Bill lost his job. It's a little tight. Um, could we catch up next month? Any good landlord will tell you, no. If it's not here by the 5th, you're going to get the notice on the 6th. Uh, it's a 10-day right to cure, which is going to be the 16th. And that's going to be the deadline on that. And then I'm going to file for eviction. Now, sometimes the landlord say, well, I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to help him out a little bit. All right. You think you're helping them out. You're burying them. Burying them. They can barely afford the rent it is, and now you're going to extend them a loan? Bad idea. Bad idea. So now, and here's how they look at it, and this is how people get screwed. So now, right, where are we at here? February. They didn't pay Februarys. Now we're going into March, and they owe double. And they're going, oh, my God, that just went really fast. And Billy's still not working. We don't even have the 1500 for March, let alone the 1500 that we owe. What are we going to do? Maybe they scrape together a little. Maybe they can't. Now, at that point, it's they're looking at three grand, not 1500 And you're now out two months, and you haven't even filed the eviction notice. You see what I'm saying? At some point in that process, they're like, you know what? <laughs> Will just be cheaper to move. I mean, what, for a young couple, now what's what's at, at what number? Three thousand, five thousand. What's a rental truck and a little bit of their time? Old guy like me, I'm like, I'll just pay the bill. I don't have to deal with all this stuff. <laughs> young people, they'll run up and down those steps. Listen, there's no ownership. It's the same way with the illegal immigrants, man. They're going to come here, take, take, take. As long as it's good, it's good. Until as soon as it stops being good, they'll be gone. Just like they came in. Crazy to me. Why can't we help build infrastructure and, and economy, economic growth in Central America? Why has that been such a problem? I don't know. Whatever happened during the banana wars? Why don't we look at Let's talk about righting the, the wrongs of the past. Why don't we hear Kamala ever talk about that? Before we can move forward, we must look back that we can see the path forward. And when we look to our left, we see the left. And to the right, we see our right. (laughs) This is your vice president of the United States. This is how you climb the corporate ladder. Um, 
Anyway, they're not going to track the illegal immigrants. There's no intention to. And I think the damage is only going to get worse and worse. We're going to pay the bill for it. I already see it in the insurance rates. Car insurance is only going to continue to go up. Health insurance is going to continue to go up because we're paying for all these other people. We get to the point where it's too expensive, it'll break. 40,000 abandoned vehicle complaints in Philadelphia. How many of them run? Why don't we start there? I'm going to say probably a lot of them. What has that created? A whole other set of problems from a security standpoint. Look at the public health problem. I'm 40,000 cars spread around the city streets and nobody's driving. The environmental issues. It's filthy down there. All this talk about climate change, why don't we talk about cleaning up our cities ever? I don't understand out here in the suburbs. You go out and look at our creeks and the water flows clean because the Department of Environmental Protection made all the developers get crazy requirements they went through. Well, it worked in some degree. The water flows clean. There's no trash in our streets. It's very clean out here. You travel down just a few miles uh, down the road, and there's sewage flowing in the creeks, trash everywhere, homeless people everywhere. Why is this allowed to go on? I don't know. I want to get into this story a little bit. What else do I have to talk about here? Oh, we do have a couple things. Um, Will America ever stop building more highways? Will America ever stop building more highways? Where does this propaganda come from? Let me go back to the uh, link a second. Washington Post. So this is climate change um, propaganda. They say, uh, I guess it was originally uh, reported by Bloomberg. I'm not sure. Anyway, traffic on Interstate 75 in Marietta, Georgia in May of 2021. And they're showing it all backed up. Right? And you'll see that in every city around the country. Every city around rush hour, there's crazy traffic. Everybody complains about it in every city. Philadelphia, i got to get out of here. L.A., horrible out there. New York City, brutal. If you don't know the ins and outs and ways to get around in New York, Philadelphia, you can't, you can't get in and get out. You're going to rely on it. We don't have enough capacity. Now, now here's the Washington Post. Here's what they're going to report on this. For decades, the United States has built and expanded a 220,000-mile network of state and interstate highways uh, crisscrossing the country while dividing cities and boosting suburban sprawl. But as the planet warms, some activists are fighting back, citing the future emissions of adding lanes and the devastation faced by communities raised to make way for them. Their push against giant multi-lane highways represents an emerging frontier for the environmental movement which has historically been focused on the fossil fuel projects than seven-lane roads. We don't often think of it in those terms, but expanding highways is essentially like building new oil pipelines. Well, 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 well. They want to just kill everything. They're going to do everything they can to, and, and this is unbelievable to me, uh, this new age of, of economic terrorism. We've gone to, from capitalism to economic terror, terrorism. Putin says European Greens are capitalizing on climate fears. Here you've got these paid propaganda network, activists, writers, the media, consultants pushing back. So what are they going to do? You go to get the federal contract. To do the road work down here, we've got these big contractors like Alan Myers that do that kind of work. I guarantee you what this is going to lead to, just like the pipelines. Oh, they'll cause an uproar. They're going to block the project. Better buy an electric car, as if that's going to somehow cure the uh, the need for more lanes. Speaking of electric cars, I saw something really funny. 
I said, imagine now people were, everyone was driving with electric cars and an announcement was made, the, the uh, invention of the combustion engine, the new combustion engine, the weight of the car, half of the electric car, and uh, able to travel unlimited distance, refuel in a matter of minutes, not hours. People would love it. Think about it. Tell me everything's not backwards. It's really unbelievable to me. We need to be building more roads. We're bringing all these people in here like, oh, can't have any more roads. Can't have any more cars. No more beef. (laughs) All it's doing is jacking up the prices of everything, creating mayhem all over the place. When do we get a little peace? That's what we ought to be asking ourselves. Putin's right. European Greens capitalizing on climate fears. What will Spain look like when it runs out of water? I guess like the Sahara. Barcelona's current situation provides a glimpse into a possible future. Just speculating. What would happen if the sun exploded? You're not going to know about it because you're going to be gone. I have two things I want to leave you with real quick. Gateway Pundit called this back in 2018. There is new evidence to back up our original reporting that Barack Obama ordered foreign spy agencies to spy on candidate Donald Trump. Listen, I reported on this. The FBI was paying for it. The Christopher Steele, I think it was, I forget the details now, one of them got money from the FBI. The supposed investigation. I'll leave you with this. South Carolina man allegedly shoots his dead trans lover girlfriend. No, no, that was a dude. And his wife found out. And that's when things went really crazy. And I keep trying to tell people, we might want to just keep within the boundaries of somewhat normal. It would be better for everybody's safety and protection, our children and each other. That would be my recommendation. This trans stuff has gotten out of hand. Only a matter of time before more things like this happen. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. Make it a great day.